Here we go. All right, welcome to The Highway, Season 1, Episode 2, where we're going to conclude 2022. I am your, which I would say, host. You the man. I am your host. Did I say my full name? I think I did. Ryan Hutton. I'm looking at my legal counsel, the SME, who's also also with us. And we also have Bird on the scene. Oh, well, everybody's heard about the bird. Bird, bird, bird. Bird is a word. 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 All right, low-budget podcast, so clearly that was just me streaming the bird on my iPhone 14 and putting it up to the mic, but we do have the bird. I'm here, and I'm ready. And you do have the word. Yeah, sort of. He does have the word. So, yeah, this is Season uh, 1, Episode 2, concluding 2022. Excited to be here recording Episode 2, Episode 1. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, continue to uh, kind of develop and learn as we go here. But uh, since this is, I guess by the time this drops, it will be 2023. Okay, I'm getting the shoulder shrug from the Shmi, who also doesn't know, which is not a good idea. But by the time she edits this stuff out, probably 2023, because really today's date is December we at, 10th? 10th. Yeah, the 10th. So we're yep. going to do a year in review. I guess an extracted year in review? Absolutely. Okay, I'm getting extracted, which maybe we do a bird. We can dabble. Year in review. We can dabble. You don't want to dabble on that. I mean, I feel like once we get on topic of extracted year in review, I'm we're just also going to cross over. Yeah. I mean, I just didn't accomplish as much. Well, I mean, you <laughs> didn't do much. <laughs> but, you know, you're not going to, we're going to talk about, well. I mean, you're traveling across, you know, the country or yeah, the U.S. But, yeah, but, you know, we're going to talk about some non-formal. I went to Miami, Oklahoma. To get some cigars. Yeah, of course. Of course, clearly. Oh, so- by the way, the do we say the cigars are lit and the whiskey is poured? Yeah. yeah. Okay, getting a head nod on that. Also yeah. from our legal counsel, mm-hmm. head nod on that. She knows exactly. She knows exactly what to do to keep us on task, mm-hmm. which is never, ever, ever going to happen. No. All right, so you're in review. Really, you're going to be the host of uh, yeah. of this one. So, yeah, and I mean, I'm going to take the reins. Yeah, I'm going to step take back. It. You know what? I'm going to step want it. back. I want it. And you're on it. Hey, I'm an all-star. Give me the ball, You're coach. the talent. Yeah, right. You're the talent. I mean, so, really, it is... Showbiz, baby. <laughs> All right. All right. The, uh, what does the captain say? The wheel is yours? The ship is yours? Yeah. What is it? Um, the helm is yours. No, that's not right. Oh. You know, they give it to like, yeah, hey, we got it, the Smee. Get us what the... Yeah, what, is what do they say in the Navy when they turn it over, when the captain turns it over to the second or third or, I don't know, in command? Something is yours. The, now I feel like I should have... Yeah, I know what you're saying. The, I should have been prepared. The ship is... It's not the ship is yours. The deck is yours? The deck? Is it the deck? The dude? Hang on, we're waiting on the Shmi. Mm. Really? I, we may have to fire her because this yeah, is taking way too long. Yeah, I feel like this, she should Is Google ain't working? This was... Google ain't working? She should have thought what we were going to ask. Yeah. Really been in our prepared, head. In our head. Have been prepared it for what... It says helm, okay? The helm, the helm, the helm is, yours. is yours? What's helm? What's That's that even the, mean? The deck, I think it's like, the wheel. Is that the wheel? The, yeah, the the actual like. The wheel, the helm, okay. the wheel, the okay. helm. I'm gonna say, the cast is yours. Hey, I'm gonna step back, and by step back, I mean figuratively because I'm in a booth. Yeah, you and can't, I can't move. Go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. All right. So the ship is yours. All right. So, Ryan, you've you've done a lot. Oh, hang on. The Shmi is weighing in. To. Hey. S- oh yeah. 
Oh, she's just telling us what a helm is. To take position of full control or authority in an organization. So the helm is yours. And I want it. I'm here. It's all yours. All right. So, Ryan, you've done a lot this year. 2022 has been a traveling, getting to see, getting to do a lot of things. Yeah, it's been good. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. What... I know you have multiple places that you would, you know, label as your favorite, but let's narrow it down. What are your favorite, what's your favorite conference in class? All right, so, and preparing for this episode, we talked about, I don't remember where I've been, but I've been several places. Which So 2022 was a phenomenal year, which is, I'm very thankful for that some people <clears throat> will allow me to come and talk. And honestly, um, a lot of times I have what's called, uh, I guess, imposter syndrome. Is that something? Given the nod from uh, Shmi, the imposter imposter syndrome, where I don't feel like that I am um, should be in that situation where I should be talking to a bunch of people, but apparently that's what uh, they want me to do. So that's what I do. So yeah, I, I, uh, I was fortunate enough. 2022 is probably one of the best years I've had as far as teaching and traveling, and 2023 looks like it's going to be even a little bit better because I think um, uh, hopefully by the time this podcast airs i'll have an announcement of actually going internationally so absolutely yeah travel boy that'd be country. awesome yeah so i'm really excited about that but so i guess we want to um you want to do top five you think yeah if you can put it in order okay or put it yeah one to five so again went to a lot of places and i don't mean to knock any of these that if you didn't make the list it's not anything uh, that i didn't like it's just ones that kind of were memorable to me for certain reasons we'll talk about i guess yeah. i'll tell you about absolutely they're memorable to me but um so the top five conferences that i went to if i had to list them in order uh, starting with number five going to number one number five would be uh virginia i went to a i think it was virginia traffic safety something i'm going to say traffic safety conference i can never remember the names of all these but um went to traffic safety conference i flew out i want to say i don't know on a tuesday i taught monday morning and flew out i'm sorry flew out on a tuesday taught wednesday morning flew out wednesday night so it was like boom in and out yeah all right so i fly in uh, i had been gone several days before i remember kind of missing home but i fly in they put me up in a i don't know hilton it was a nice hotel but i remember missing home and i thought i should probably Grab something to eat, right? Absolutely. So I fly in. I'm hungry. Uh, as you know, should be. Yeah, as I as exactly, you should as be. I should be because obviously I probably flew United, which was one of the worst decisions mm-hmm. I've ever made. If anybody's listening, do not ever fly United. I cannot stand them. Yeah. Anyway, flew United. Get to the hotel. I thought I'm gonna go grab a bite to eat, and two blocks away is an Applebee's. <sighs> do you like Applebee's? Do I like Applebee's? That's what I thought. I love them. I thought, why would I not go have... Is it Chicken Crispers? No, Chili's is a Chicken Crisper. Yeah, no. Uh, it's the fajita, the fajita lime salad. Hang on, can the shmi? Can you verify? Yeah, I think it's verify sh- that. But I know that they do the, the margaritas, don't they? They do have the margaritas. Yeah, good deal on Mark's. They do have a good deal on Mark's, <laughs> but I wasn't feeling... Actually, I did have a few. You I did do? have a few, uh, not bru- not margaritas, but I did have a few brews. Okay, good. Because so I walk into this Applebee's. I walked there, number one, so I didn't have a car. I had right. an Uber from the airport to the hotel. So I get to the hotel, which is not a problem, right? Get to the hotel and walk to the Applebee's, and I walk in, and there's stuff all over the counter. Like, so I sit at the bar, because I'm usually traveling by myself. Mm-hmm. So I sit at the bar... You know, dirty dishes, whatever. The guy, he's like, hey, listen, I'm the bartender. We're short-staffed. I apologize. No big deal. Cool right? bartender. Yeah. bartender. You I know, get, like, yep. he you got to respect that. No big deal. Yeah. And he's like, uh, all right, brother, what can I get for you? So I go in there. 
and I get the fajita lime chicken or fajita lime platter or something like that. It's a pretty good, pretty good dish. With some rice on the side? Or it what? did, yeah. yeah. So yeah. chicken, uh, maybe some black beans, some rice. Uh, looks like I'm getting the official word of what this is. Literally got the Applebee's Literally menu pulled the up. Applebee's app. Yep, Fiesta Lime Chicken. I knew it. 1170 calories. That's right. Which is right where I'm at. That's right. Go ahead and so order I, that. Yeah, Let's I order it. this bad boy. Yeah, can we get an Uber Eats out Yeah. <laughs> can we get one? So order the Fiesta Lime Chicken, and I wait. I wait six beers, if that makes sense. And I'm not a fast drinker. You know that. Yeah. Right? So I wait six beers. Absolutely. So I get the Fiesta Lime Chicken, I don't know, hour and a half later. Bartender apologizes again. No big deal. Whatever. So I eat said... Fiesta lime chicken. Yeah. Sounds I, great, by the way. Yeah, it's delicious. I walk back to my hotel room, and I think I ended up calling one of my supervisors. They needed something, and I remember my stomach just... Yeah, giving me the old bubble guts. The old, the old the signal. Yeah, that something's wrong. <clears throat> something's about to happen. Yeah, so I immediately thought, all right, this isn't good, mm. right? So go to the bathroom, do my thing. Basically, both, or that night, out of both ends. Uh, Mouth. At, the attic and the basement. The attic and the basement. Mm. Both begging for mercy. All right. So get up the next day, immediately taught. I want to say, I don't know, 8.30. It wasn't like a, like super immediate, but I had to get up early. So I get there, Uber to the, to the conference, and I remember just yakking right before the conference. Ooh. Also, going in there, the old basement needed to vent a little mm. bit. And I remember getting ready to present. So I don't know, that's probably... Know, a couple hundred people there and i get ready to talk about i want to say it was marijuana and driving or green labs and driving or something to do with drugs and driving and i thought i don't think that i can do this right i'm pretty confident that i'm dehydrated i'm pretty confident that i'm going to pass out uh fortunately for me uh, i did do it and everybody said that it went well uh but i wanted to puke and also honestly poop my pants <laughs> Um, for me, that's never a good feeling, yeah, especially in front a of a hundred people. It's never a good feeling, no. especially when there was questions being asked. I thought this is not good. <laughs> this is not ideal. Not good. So I had my bag with me. Get to the uh, finish the conference. Basically, sprint to the bathroom. Get to the car that they provided, and then shipped me to the airport and away, away that I went. So it wasn't the conference itself. It was basically the experience, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. Before I have a question. And it's kind of sidetracking to, to my original question. What's it like to spit, uh, speak in front of that many people? Like, do you have... I know that, from what I've heard, that you're very... You have a, a good character and keep it interesting. But what's... um? It's, a you know, a hundred people. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, you know, a hundred's not... And I don't mean this in any sort of bragging way. Or, you know, a hundred's really not that much. So the very first uh, conference that I ever did was the Missouri DRE, or okay. Drug Recognition Experts, so those that don't know, uh, a law enforcement conference. There's probably 250, <sighs> 300 people there. Goodness. So that was the first time I ever taught, and I remember just reciting the presentation in my room over and over and over and over again. And something a lot of people don't know is I hate public speaking. Really? I do not like... Boy, you found yourself right in the middle of it. Quite the conundrum, right? Quite the conundrum. right in the middle of it. So I do not like public speaking. So I remember being super nervous and I was paired with another uh, officer from Columbia PD who's phenomenal. And we did basically a co-presentation. So it was basically baptism by fire. So I started out with 200, 300 people, which was not good at the time, but looking back was probably the best way to do it. So yeah. just get it over with, which, uh, 
Yeah, so you know, it's uh, you know, every time that I do it, whether it's twenty or whether it's you know, five hundred, six hundred people, thousand, whatever it is, I get I get nervous every time. But I, I do not like public speaking. I've told a few people that, but uh, most people don't know that I just actually don't really. Like it. Yeah, you can't tell. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah uh, I appreciate it. But I get pretty nervous before. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I heck, yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm talking in front of maybe ten people at most at one time, and I'm. I'm kind of scared about yeah. that. So real quick, I, I actually failed public speaking in college. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't couldn't couldn't get it. So that guy really at school <laughs> didn't really know what he's talking about. <laughs> Apparently, couldn't get yeah. it done. Well, I mean, like, look at you now. Yeah, I had to give a speech on shining shoes and got a failing grade well, on how to shine shoes. Maybe the old professor didn't know what he yeah, was doing. Well, you know, again, don't like it, but you do it. Here we are. Yeah. Yeah. So you got Virginia down for number five. Yeah. So Virginia's number five. Uh, Number four is going to be North Dakota. Uh, So North Dakota was, uh, if we're being completely honest, I was teaching uh, at another, um, I would say, week long class. Okay. And I taught, I want to say, that Tuesday until about five Mm o'clock, drove to the airport, uh, flew out that Tuesday night, got to North Dakota. Uh, The uh, gentleman there picked me up. I taught the next morning, Wednesday morning, and then flew back Wednesday morning to teach so that I could teach Thursday wow. morning. So I was basically gone for one day. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, a phenomenal conference. I met a ton of super awesome dudes who uh, who I've met at other conferences, and they're just phenomenal. There's a bunch of state troopers out there who are, are just great dudes. But anyway, what I remember about this conference, again, once again, is not the conference itself. It's the experience. Right. right? So uh, the guy picks me up from the airport, and he's driving like a white Toyota Tundra, super guy. Never met him before, right? Which is yeah. always kind of awkward. Yeah, right? getting in a vehicle with somebody. It's a like, stranger. Yeah, you're like, uh, right, right, yeah. You know. He texts my phone, I'm in a white Toyota Tundra, and I just get in the car with yeah, him. Yeah, right? you know, you, you, you might be on the news next. Yeah, you never <laughs> know, right? So get in the car, again, super dude, drives me to uh, Baymont, and I remember walking in the Baymont, and there was no carpet. So I'm like in the in the lobby, Okay. And there's no carpet. And then looking down the hallways, there's no carpet. No carpet anyway. This is kind of weird, right? I've stayed in my fair share of hotels. So start walking down the, I get checked in, start walking down the the, the, uh, hallway there, and my shoes. Oh, God. You're that guy. (laughs) You're that guy. Yeah. Well, it starts sticking. (laughs) Oh, no. And I'm like, what is this? Well, what had happened was, is they pulled the carpet up. But there was still glue. That glue on the bottom yes. side. So as I'm walking down this hallway, my shoes. Oh, but it's worst. like it's like pulling my shoes off. <laughs> so I had to lean down and like retie my shoes so they didn't come off. Oh my goodness! So the whole time, of course, I'm you know the last room is a big conference and it wasn't just a hotel, so it was you know on a whole other building or whatever. But I was a long ways away, up some stairs, mm-hmm. and I. The whole way. Uh, anyway, ended up you know getting my room, no big deal. Got a good night's sleep. Conference went great. Uh, met some again, super dudes. My way back yeah. to the uh, to the car, and uh, I remember there was like a, a van. This guy, he's not Uber, and he's not a taxi, but I remember he like worked for the hotel, and he picked me up in his personal van. Really? Yeah, it's like a '92 Chrysler. Maybe that's the the go-to. Yeah, I was worried we were going to start picking up chicks. Well, I'm surprised you didn't. Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) I'm like, you know, again, I'm not a ride snob or a hotel snob, but I'm thinking, what? 
Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, what? Who is this guy? What's going on? So, yeah, got in with him. Uh, good dude. We, we pick up like three or four more businessmen, and he takes us to the hotel and drops us off. Didn't cost a dime, but uh, it was just a real it was interesting experience. Right. right. Conference was great. Experience was great. Travel was great. Got back the uh, the next day and was able to teach, and nobody really ever knew I was even gone. So really? in and out. Yeah, I was gone a day, uh, in and out, taught, taught Tuesday night. And Thursday morning, yeah. heck yeah, and, and went uh, went up by Canada somewhere. Really? Yeah, I don't remember where it was at, but somewhere in North Dakota, pretty state. So that's number four. Number four. So let's yeah. move on. To number three. All right, number let's three. talk about it. So number three is um, pretty interesting to me because uh, I've never been to Wyoming, and so I got invited to Wyoming, which I must have done a decent job because I got invited back in twenty three. Yeah, I would say so. So got invited back 23, so I get there in 22, and I would say a friend of mine is the one who invited me to speak at the conference. Um, so I get there, uh, actually let me, I don't get there, mm-hmm. I got a little ahead of myself. So I fly from, I think it's St. Louis to Denver. Okay. okay? So I fly St. Louis to Denver, United, once again, the worst. Yep. And get in Denver, catch my connector, and I'm headed to, I don't remember the airport, but I'm headed to a small airport in Wyoming. All right. So it's like a 30-minute flight from Denver to this, uh, maybe Cheyenne. Okay. I don't remember. It's a small town in, in Wyoming. So like a 30-minute flight. So the, the captain's like, hey, we're going to be up and we're down. I'm like, cool, phenomenal. So we get up and 30 minutes, I can feel us you know, going down. And we get probably, I'm going to say, I mean, I'm not super good. You know, I've never flown a plane or anything. But I say we get 500 feet off the ground. Okay. And we're shaking. And what I mean, like, the wings up and down, up and down. I'm like, yeah. And I, again, never flown a plane, but I'm thinking, this isn't ideal. Kind of had, like, a little crosswind, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think that's the perfect thing, crosswind. Yeah. So I'm thinking, this isn't ideal, right? Yeah, so, you, you get the pucker factor. Yeah, I'm thinking, we're either crashing or we're going back. Yeah. Something's, something's happening here. You might meet the boy upstairs. Yeah, you know. yeah, I'm thinking, you know, of course, every time you go to, like, you get on a plane and you think you're going to crash, you immediately go, why did I do this? Yeah, you start I'll going never, through all this I'll stuff. never do it again. Oh, Dear Lord, God. Forgive me. Forgive me for all these yeah. things, right? So we start rocking back and forth, and next thing I know, boom, he gooses it. We take off again. Oh, so you come close. Yeah, we don't land. You don't land. So we're, like, 500 feet. And then he gooses it he back gooses up in the air. It, and we go back up in the air. And I thought, oh, man, okay, this is, you know, what is this, right? Yeah. So we get all the way back up, and the pilot comes across and says, hey, listen, it's too windy. We can't land. Okay. okay. So let's just say this was a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Well, I taught 8 a.m. Thursday morning in, oh, man, um, some town. At, where's the University of Wyoming? What town is that in? Laramie. Okay, Laramie. That's it. Okay. So I taught in Laramie. Without a Google? With the Shmi coming in with no Coming Google. in hot. Okay, Laramie. Probably because she's... Is it because you've scheduled me this year in Laramie? Yeah. Okay. So that's nice. Okay. All off the dome. So I'm thinking, all right, I got to be in Laramie the next day at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. So we go back to Denver. You fly back to Denver yeah. after not landing. Correct. Oh so we goodness. go back to Denver, and at this point, it's midnight. And I'm thinking, this isn't good, right? No. And knock on wood, <clears throat> I've never missed a conference. So I go to rent a car. And I call my contact. She's like, yeah, just rent a car. No big deal. And so I go to rent a car and they're like, listen, we have no more cars. I'm like, well, okay, this is a problem. Can't run to Laramie from yeah. Denver, right? I mean, well, could you? 
I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe. I mean, you got a lot of miles on you. Yeah, shoes. yeah. I mean, in but, eight hours, maybe not. Ah, uh, yeah, that's. What, I don't know. Could I would have tried it? Would have tried? I, it? I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. So there's this guy. Uh, actually, let me back that up. So there, there was a few cars left, but I, they said they they don't have enough cars for everybody. So I kind of misspoke. Okay. So I'm thinking I got to give a game plan, right? So there's a couple guys I recognize from my plane. Okay. So I get these guys and I say, hey, listen, there's three of them. I say, listen, we get up there, we all get one car and we drive to Laramie because they've got a limited number of cars. And they're probably mid-20s, uh, 25, maybe early 30s, you know, same age as me. And the guy looks at me and says, uh, are you an ex-murderer? And I said, if I was, would I tell you? And he says, good point. We're this is in. Solid question. We're in. Yeah, we're yeah. good. So all three of them were like, yeah, we're in. So we get up to the counter as a group. We said we need one car for four of us, and we rent a car. Okay. So me and three guys who I've never met before, nor have seen to this day, right? hop in a, uh, what's a small Toyota? Is it a Corolla? A Camry? Maybe a whatever Corolla? The, whatever the smallest version is. And we stop at a uh, gas station there right outside of Denver to get something to eat. And we drive all the way to Laramie. Wow. And I want to say, how long is it from Denver to Laramie? Four hours? Six hours? Uh, looks like we got... Okay, two hours. Wow, it's not that bad. You could have ran that. So it must have been... So it must have... We didn't get there till five. So it must have been the wait for the bags and all that stuff. We didn't right. get there till five. So drove, quote unquote, through the night, get to my hotel, 5 a.m. I actually had a uh, webinar to do in Missouri at 7 a.m. because of the time difference. Oh. So I did a webinar from 7 to 8 and then talked in Laramie uh, at 8 a.m. Right. And I was the uh, I was in the big room. So I don't know what you call that, where you talk to everybody, not just a break off, whatever it is. So I talked to everybody. It was about marijuana. Phenomenal experience. Uh, had no issues getting back. Uh, met a super awesome United employee who gave me a voucher because I told him about the whole deal. I had to rent a car, whatever. He gave me a voucher and said, hey, use this in the airport. It's only good for today. So I get to Denver and he says, hey, it's good for restaurants, whatever. So there's a, gate 46 is where I always seem to connect out of. I always go back to San Luis. There's a little uh, Mexican restaurant right there. So I sit down 30 minutes early and I said, hey, give me as many Mick Ultras as this little thing will buy. Never had a voucher, right? Right. And she's Absolutely. like, oh, fair enough. Yeah. Right? So I got 30, 35 minutes. She brings out seven aluminum cans. Mickey, Mickey Ultra. Mickey Ultra. What do I have to do at that point? You got to put them away. Yeah. You I can't mean, waste them. What am I going to do? Can't have wounded warriors running around. Sure. Absolutely not. So finish those, get on the plane, land, game over. Game over. Yeah. So, again, Wyoming, great experience. Uh, I did uh, end up renting the car with four random, I'm sorry, three random people that I have no idea who they were. Were they pretty cool, though, right? Yeah, they were, they were pretty cool. Yeah, the guy was driving super fast, and I remember he was talking about, oh, I hope we don't get caught. You know, state troopers this. Nah. That. I'm like, nah, dude, we don't got to worry about it. Keep going. Bro. You know some people. Keep going, bro. <laughs> Keep going, bro. Uh, number two would be um, Louisiana. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Down there in the old... Is it New New Orleans? So it was not technically New Orleans. It was some sort of, which I would call suburb, right outside of New Orleans. But basically the biggest, like where they told us not to go was New Orleans, which is like right down the road. Right. So I don't remember what it was. I think they called it a parish. Mm. Does that sound right? That's 
that's what they call them, like the suburbs in New Orleans. Okay, so I'm, again, that's what they call the suburbs. It's like New the Orleans. outskirts. Yeah, yeah. So it's a French vibe. Right? Okay. Yeah, I could, I could totally see New Orleans. Right. Right. Where they told you not to go. Yeah, where they told me not to did go. It, right. In your heart, did you kind of want to I did. To go? Now that they told me not to. You, you kind of had that little was, drive. Yeah. Well, they said it wasn't safe. <laughs> Who said? Uh, My hosts, I would okay. say. My host said it wasn't And what's safe, safe to them? <laughs> No, it's, I mean, they're good, you know, um, they're good people. Like, but I'm with you. You say, like, don't do it. Kind of want to do it. Definitely want to do it. Yeah. So, this one was pretty cool. So, host picks me up, go to the conference. Conference was, was phenomenal. Uh, super awesome people, which you've never met, like, deep south, mm-hmm. deep southern people. Right. Uh, you're missing out. So, uh, anyway, do the conference. Well, afterwards, I was invited to a somebody's home. Oh wow! So typically, how the conferences go is you you teach, then afterwards you and the people who hosted you go out to a dinner, okay. there's drinks, you go to your hotel, and that's it, right? Yeah. So this one's pretty interesting because they invited me to uh, their home. Wow! Right? Because you've all you've went to hotels previous. Sure. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. And I was sleeping in a hotel that night, but they invited me to their home, their wow. residence, for dinner. Man, they must really like it. Southern hospitality, man. Yeah. It's alive and well. Yeah, that's right. All right. That's right. So my uh, my host picks me up, and she drives me to, uh, I believe it was a prosecutor's house. And so me and the prosecutor are chit-chatting. You know, her husband's there. Uh, kiddo's there upstairs. There's probably about five or six of us. Okay. All right. So, you know, having a cocktail or two. And they say, hey, have you ever sabered a champagne bottle? A what? Yeah, sabered. S a b r e d. Sabered, like with a saber. You're gonna talk us through. Yeah, what happened? Okay, so okay. I'm, having, I'm having the same reaction as you yeah, are because I'm I'm flabbergasted. Yeah, they tell me, have you ever sabered a champagne bottle? I'm thinking, I don't even know what that. I don't even know what a saber is. Yeah. What do you mean champagne bottle? <laughs> so I'm thinking this is the equivalent of snipe hunting in Missouri. Oh, so they think you think I'm they're goofing. It's a trick. Yeah, they're goofing with. Yeah, you. and I'm like, "No, I'm not blame. I'm not going to be the jo- the butt of the joke, yeah. right? No, I ain't sabering a champagne." Heck bottle. no. So, they're like, "No, no, no, it's real. It's real. It's a, it's a legitimate thing." And we're going to we're going to ha- call somebody and have them bring a saber over. Well, when I say saber, what do you picture? When I when you say When I say saber, or if I say, "Hey, listen, I'm about to saber something. What am I holding in my hand?" A lightsaber. That's what I thought. I'm yeah, thinking. I'm sitting there thinking that like, instantly you said it. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, kick I'm like, it those off. Those don't do even it. exist. How can I savor? Those aren't real. They're not real. <laughs> those aren't real. You so, ain't cutting through no. So they wow. say we're gonna bring over. We have this. I forgot her name. Really nice lady. We're gonna bring over a saber. And I'm thinking, God, this is gonna be awesome. So she's like, stop. Like you thinking like Star Wars? Yeah, like, well, I'm she's bought in. Come in. I'm bought in at this point. <laughs> she's about to Jedi herself yeah. through the door. So she brings over this box, and I'd say it's probably, uh, I don't know, 18 inches long, maybe 24 inches long. She opens it up, and it looks like, to me, a huge, like, fillet knife. Okay. All right, so it's got, oh, a, wow. it's got a blade, probably 12 inches, handle another 16 inches, somewhere around. Wow. And it's in this real nice velvet case. So I pull it out, and they're like, okay, you got a saber. So you... They're expecting you to know now, what to I, do with it. Yeah, I'm going, okay, and I don't want to look like an idiot. You're like sitting there like... Well, yeah, so I'm going, yeah, I am. I'm swinging yeah, around like, like a moron, right? And they're like, no, 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 you saber the end of it off. I'm like, what do you mean? So they hand me a champagne bottle, and they're like, you just cut it off. So I'm thinking like the saber slices through it. So, so that's, I, I whack it. 
and it just shatters like the whole end of it. They're like, yeah, you can't. That's not. <laughs> that's not how you do. That's not what we. <laughs> that's mean. not Seabird. So apparently, you take a champagne bottle and you hold like the part you would pour it out of away from you. Okay. And you slide the saber down the champagne bottle. Down the neck of it, yeah, kind of. Down yeah. the neck, yeah. And it hits where the cork's connected. Right. And it actually knocks off the piece of glass, and it's like a clean break. So, okay. So what's the difference in just pulling the cork out? I don't think there is a difference. It's just cool? Fascinating? I guess so. And they hire somebody to do that? No, I did it. But I mean, then I guess they somebody... Hi- they, technically, they hired they me. Came, yes. Somebody came to the house. No. The person that came to the house just had the saber. So she was oh. the saberette. Oh, okay. Yeah, she had the saber. The Dang. people that I was with did not have a saber. And again, just a knife. So you saber the end of it, it breaks off, champagne comes out, you pour champagne, you drink it, which I don't really drink champagne. So nobody's worried about glass in their champagne? No, or? apparently it's a clean break. Did you do it on a second? You yeah, did, the you first did on one second. I just whacked and it just shattered. So they had multiple They had. They knew. They're like, hey, this guy's going to screw this it guy's up. Gonna, this guy's going to break something. This guy's from Missouri. Yeah, this yeah. guy's an idiot. He, he don't know what a saber is. This guy is. barely has a high school education. He's out there, you know, throwing a knife around he like thinks, a lightsaber. This guy probably thinks it's a lightsaber. That's what they were thinking. And then... And I did. And they were right. I was... They, were they totally thought right. correctly. So Perfect. one other weird tradition... Is apparently they put babies in cakes. I do what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean babies? So, that's what I said. It's called they, a king cake. A what? A what? A king cake. All right. So the Shmi said, it's, yeah, it is a king cake. So they're like, oh, let's have a king cake. So they, they give me a slice of this. I thought it looked like a big chocolate chip cookie. And they give me a slice of it. Well, in the chocolate chip cookie is a baby toy. Yeah. About an inch tall. I still got it in my bag. It's about an inch tall. It's a little bitty baby. And apparently, whoever gets the baby in the slice of cake has to buy the next king cake next time. And they made sure that it clearly, you know, being a guest that I had, the baby in the cake. But my question is, why are we putting babies in cakes? Yeah, um, that brings up a great question. Like a choking hazard. Is it big enough to choke on? If oh, you yeah, take a most big definitely. Bite? Most definitely. So, adults only. I, yeah, I guess. Why? Yeah, wouldn't that be traumatic for a kid to... Choke down Chomp a baby? A baby. a baby choking down a baby? That doesn't make any sense. So, again, great experience. These uh, people invited me into their home. It was phenomenal. They cooked homemade jambalaya, which I typically wouldn't eat, right? Yeah. Uh, but it was delicious. Great experience. I would totally go back if they invite me back. Uh, but phenomenal. So that's why New Orleans is my uh, numero dos on my list of uh, places that I went to in 22. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I'm kind of thrown off by the whole baby thing. Um, Again, the baby's still in my bag. That's how thrown off I am. I still have it. Like, I feel like just, I needed this evidence. To just to, to tell that story. You yeah. got to have it. Because someone's going to go, they don't put babies in cakes. Yeah. Well, because when you said there's a baby in the cake, I instantly thought of like a, a, a nine month just setting him in the, you know... In the cake, and you have a baby literally well, that's sitting what I up. thought. I'm thinking, I'm like, they're putting... I'm out of here. They're putting oh, a baby in a cake. Have you seen those cakes that they make out of babies? Like, literally design them as babies? That's yeah. awkward as stuff. That's, yeah. That's awkward. You think too. I want to chop this yeah. baby's leg who's off? Gonna, who's taking the first cut? They're psychos. Right. And where do you cut into? Yeah. The body? Yeah. Either way, you're psycho. Now, if you I'm follow I'm not eating up, the cake that's shaped like a baby. No, absolutely not. But apparently, I ate a cake that had a baby in it. Had a baby in it. All right. So, I see the Shmi working diligently what we got here. here what's the purpose of having a baby in a cake so it is um a christian faith tradition in the south 
and it is the the baby is symbolic of baby Jesus. And wait a minute, the the name King Cake comes from the biblical story of the three kings who bring gifts to baby Jesus, and it usually is consumed on in honor of the Epiphany or the Twelfth Night, which marks the arrival of the three kings. So in January. But why are we putting the baby in the cake? It's it's. Uh, I get what the baby means. I mean, it is uh, symbolic. Symbolic of the baby Jesus. I don't know. It's a New Orleans Catholic Christian faith. Okay, because it's a predominantly Catholic state, yeah. right? Yeah, for French the most Catholic, part. Yeah. Okay, French Catholic. What happens if he accidentally choked down a little symbolic what if I baby Jesus? Died on the baby? I mean, everybody, I feel like, what do you in mean? that area is probably looking out. I wasn't. I wasn't from there. Well, area. you're not that from that area. Yeah. What so... if you would have choked down a little baby Jesus? And I died on a baby. You'd have Can the you Holy Spirit in you. Can you imagine? <laughs> Ryan died eating a baby. <laughs> not a very good. Not a good way to go out. Definitely how he would spin it, though, I, for sure. I yeah. would probably spin something way if cooler. If you think for one second that people would correct that I didn't actually eat a baby, you're wrong. I would go down as a baby eater. Yeah, and that's something that I think um, we'd have to spin to make it look a little cooler. Probably. I'd have to. So, I mean, it goes into depth on, like, what the colors of Mardi Gras and the whole thing mean. Green, purple, gold. Yeah, what they mean. So, purple, which signifies justice. Green, which is for faith. And gold is for power. Was this baby... So, the baby's like a normal... Flesh-colored baby. So is it like some baby I can but go the pull cake out is of? Usually it. decorated. In okay, the yeah. So the king about. cake was definitely gold, purple, purple and green. green. Oh, no okay. doubt about All it. Right. No All right. doubt about it. I just didn't understand. Yeah. Why, number one, why am I sabering bottles? Number two, why am I eating baby? Why are you cutting baby Jesus out of a cake? I didn't know it was baby Jesus. I thought it was just a normal baby. Yeah. At that point, it would be more confusing. If they didn't explain that to you, then yeah, that's. that's no, they give me a piece of cake again. I'm, so I'm in their living room, which is this huge, it's not like our living room that we're used to. It's like a huge table where like I'm on one end and like the husband is on the complete opposite end. But this is like a 30 foot table. Oh, wow. And like you, you close the doors to the living room and the only thing in there is the table and you're eating. That's it. So is it a dining room? What did I say? Living room? Yeah, dining room. It's a dining room. You can eat wherever. Yeah, I'll eat wherever I want. Yeah, that's I'm right. eating babies. I'll eat that's if right. I want to eat in the dining. If you want to eat baby Jesus, you're gonna dang well eat them. I'll eat the baby in any room that I want. So again, complete uh, ex- a different experience. I've never had that happen. I a new tradition. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Again, which is why I keep the baby in my in my backpack to this day. And why the number number that's why two? Number two. Let's yeah. go to number one. Let's hear about it. All right, number one. If it tops, if number one tops number two, yeah. then you got a good story. Yeah. So, well, it's not a good story. That's what's bad about it, I think. I mean, the, probably the stories are from, the experiences are from the first four. Okay. But as far as like presentation and overall experience of presentation would be number one, which is the uh, the International Association Chiefs of Police or IACP okay. um, conference in San Antonio. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Uh, in August, I think it was August. I don't know. I'm getting Schmee's looking up calendar. August went to San Antonio, which obviously my home state, Texas, right? Right. right. Um, not from San Antonio, but from Dallas area. So went to San Antonio. Uh, the really the coolest part about that is we probably had sixteen or seventeen like officers uh-huh. from, from Missouri. And all of them I consider pretty good friends. They traveled down with you? Well, so they traveled to the conference, and then I just happened to be teaching at it or speaking cool. at it. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So they were there, which Sweet. was really neat. So um, 
I actually did uh, two separate presentations, uh, which I think is pretty unique, at, especially at that level, because it's mm -hmm. an international conference, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, looks like Verified, yeah, it was August. So, yeah, I was selected to do uh, two presentations, which was pretty cool because I'd never done one. Right. Right. At an international conference. So I got two. My first one was everything you need to know about cannabis, which is something I talk about a lot, right? Marijuana. Mm -hmm. And the second one, I, so truth be told, when I submitted the application or the, uh, I guess it'd be an application to the IACP to present it, I didn't even have it. I completely made it up. Right. So they send an email out that says, hey, submit proposals to speak at this conference. Mm -hmm. So at the time, I was pretty frustrated with uh, administration, leadership, etc. So I submit this completely made-up course that I have called The Job Isn't Dead. And I talk about officer retention, officer morale, or officer morale retention, etc. And submit it. Boom. Thinking mm -hmm. no way it's going to be selected. Right? So I don't know, two weeks pass, three weeks, whatever it is. And I get an email. Boop. And it says, you've been selected for both. Everything you need to know about cannabis and job isn't dead. Sweet. Okay. Which is a, a pretty big honor. You are. Right? Absolutely. Problem is. Tell them what the problem is. <laughs> I don't have it. Right? Never That's a problem. It. Never done it. <laughs> made it up. There's a problem. Completely made it up. So, uh, again, everything you need to know about cannabis, no big deal. That thing's done. Right? I can do that really anytime. And so the job isn't dead is, uh, you know, I feel like especially road officers have a problem with morale. A lot of agents have an issue with retention. And, mm -hmm. you know, what's something causes that, right? Right. So I thought that I could figure that out and did a lot of research. And in fact, I would say I spent close to a month, mm -hmm. four weeks, like solid four weeks of reading, um, looking at different research studies, uh, which include like, you know, Harvard, um, MIT, uh, different speakers who speak on this and kind of figure out what it was. So anyway, presented that at the uh, IACP for the first time conference in front of a lot of people. Yeah. In fact, it was standing room only, which is pretty cool, right? That so, is awesome. Yeah. So it started out with the room was full, and then by the end of it, people were just like standing along, kind the of filling in. Yeah. It was yeah. Real, it That's was, pretty sweet. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Uh, you know, in the back of the room, like the doors were open, and like people were standing outside, like looking in. I bet that kind of like. When he saw that, what do you feel like? Because yeah. I feel like in that situation, it's pretty stressful. Well, I mean, nerve-wracking, I guess. Yeah, no, I was, so I was stressed because, so I think I was given, I don't know, 60 minutes, maybe 70 minutes. Okay. Right? So I've never done the presentation. And if you've never, like, done public speaking, then you gotta, like, you always gotta, like, think of how long your information is gonna be. Right. Right? Because you don't wanna go into, let's say you're allotted an hour mm. and your presentation ends up being 20 minutes right, right. so you kind of have to a lot for time sure maybe questions, yeah questions yeah slide your powerpoint yeah slide and stuff yeah. yeah so you know again so i uh taught or i'm sorry study i say studied reviewed it and reviewed it and, and presented it to myself in my room over and over and over and finally it comes down to presenting it and the first thing i do is i get up and i ask the guy who's like the room or in charge of the room mm -hmm. Who works for the conference center and I said, Hey man, is the Wi-Fi good in here? He's like, Yeah, no problem. It's all solid. So I get up there, my first video, click, buffer, 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 buffer. Wi-Fi ain't good. Nothing. Wi-Fi is atrocious. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So now immediately gotta wing it. Right. Right. So screw it. Which At is, this point, you're in it. You're 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 in it. You've got to full send, baby. Yeah. Absolutely. Full send. So I thought Showbiz, baby. And you know, the the the, I, the coolest yet 
most unnerving part of the situation is, so all of my friends, so my 16 to 20 people, whatever it was, right. is sitting front row center. They're there for you. They're there. They're which, there. Which is really cool that they're supporting me, but if something goes bad, they're also there to see like the failure. Right. So, Which it, one of those guests, and I, I did some looking, is one of possibly a, a guest later down the road, right? Yeah. I haven't talked to him about it yet. Uh, really a mentor of mine, uh, taught me in my first academy. I, I consider him a friend. I'm excited you for know it. him. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Also one of my professors in college. Yeah. Great so, dude. Great, yeah. great guy. I really do want to reach out to him. So he was there, which well, he was really cool because he talked me through before he could see I was nervous, which I get nervous, but I don't get like worked up. Right. 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 So he walks up and he's like, hey man, listen, you're going to kill it. Everybody's going to love it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You do what you do. Yeah. And I, which which is, is really cool. Yeah. Especially right? from a mentor. Right. You know. Right. That's, really, that's awesome. It word. was phenomenal. Yeah. And it meant a lot to me. So he tells me that videos don't work. And again, I'm like, I'm in it at this point, man. I got to go. Feel, yeah. got to do it. So I get going and I mean, it's going really well. And I get to 60 minutes and I still had another hour. Easy. Really? Right? Yeah. So I basically end it and, you know, I end it with a story and, um, Got like a huge round of applause, which I've never sweet. I've never gotten like yeah. a, like a, a round of applause like that big, right? Like powerful. So you know, it's road guys, it's sergeants, it's people. It, you know, it's people that still work the road that really wanted to hear what what I was saying. So it was really cool. So that's why it's my first, my number one is my home state, a large conference, international, and I was able to to present that presentation for the first time and get that type of response and you know based off that conference i've gotten several other uh, opportunities right uh so i've got one scheduled in oregon one scheduled in uh, again back in wyoming uh, two in missouri uh just for the job isn't dead one so it must have went really well then one hopefully in another country which i'm not going to say yet because it's not technically official i've sent them the contract i just haven't signed it right yet. yeah so definitely number one, uh, friends were there. It was just such a cool experience. Got a lot of different areas that you, you've you've gone to, all which kind of just very different cultures, I guess. When you travel, not so much on the uh, on the education part of what you teach, but just bringing you in, and you know, I'm obviously north side of of the states compared to south. Different, yeah, different styles of hosting. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the really cool thing about, like, uh, you know, I told you about different experiences, right? Mm. But the cool thing about the the last one, the number one, is you get officers from all over the country. So, like, East Coast, West Coast. So, uh, they travel to South. see they travel to see this conference yeah, area. Yeah, it wasn't me, but to go to the conference right, and then have... from other countries there, too, right? So, Sweet. And the really cool thing about that is I realize, and I hope others realize, that we're all going through, the, like, the same problems right right uh, which i think is why the job isn't dead got a lot of good feedback is because we all kind of realize oh my goodness we're all dealing with these same issues just in different areas just in different areas right maybe slightly different but overall um, officers are experiencing issues with retention right, right? Um, a lot of times people think it's recruiting which isn't it right it's retention it's keeping the good people that we have not trying to find people to replace the good people that are leaving right, right? So it was really neat to see that experience and, um, you know, to, to really talk about it. I, I can never really explain. It was just really neat to be a part of. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. It's going around. Pretty sweet to hear about the experiences. Now, where can they 
talk to you about like your classes. How do they get, how do they get a hold of you? Oh yeah, yeah. So great question. So I do a lot of conferences. I think right now we're basically booked through September. Okay, I get it. What's that? Okay, July, but we're scheduling in September. Mm-hmm, yeah. So we're really booked through July of 2023, and um, August, I believe, is also pretty busy, and we've already started scheduling in September, but you can go to www.extract-ed-ed.com and schedule us that way, or you can just send us an email at training at extract-ed.com. Perfect. And yeah, we can answer all those questions and uh, hopefully hook you up. But Absolutely. Yeah. And you offer multiple different classes as well, just in case. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of times we focus, most of the time I focus just on drug stuff, but I really branch out to the leadership side of things because I think that's where cops are struggling the most and morale. Right. A lot of us are just really struggling to even stay in the gig. Yeah, absolutely. You know, to to further education is cool, but let's first focus on staying with the job. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, that's that's some sweet um, information and... Pretty, pretty excited you shared with us. Yeah, I appreciate, appreciate the opportunity too. Hey guys, I appreciate you guys listening um, to episode two. Make sure you guys get online and vote for who you want to hear on the, the podcast next. We got a, a multiple different individuals who bring great knowledge and probably some great stories. And I'll have Ryan will kind of discuss what they bring to the table so you guys can understand what you will we'll be listening to. Yeah, so we're still looking for to who, who was going to be our first guest on the podcast. So we obviously have Bird, Shmi, and myself, but we're looking to bring in a a fourth person, if you will. So we want you to vote. We'll be putting the polls out on social media: Instagram extract underscore ed underscore training, or on Facebook at extracted training, all one word. So, do we want a defense attorney uh, out of the St. Louis area to be our first guest? Or do we want Professor Tim, who is a professor in, I'm just going to say criminal justice? Something. The, the dude is awesome. Yeah, he's professor, something criminal justice. He's yeah. awesome, mentor Whatever mine, you want, he's got Phenomenal. It. Either way, he's coming on yeah. at some point. Uh, do we want Machetti, who is, once again, a phenomenal friend of mine. He's a, a school resource officer. Um, he was in the Marine, or is in the Marine Corps. Marine Corps he's reserves now, I believe, yep. right? Yep, yep. phenomenal guy. He and I... Uh, Worked in Monette together and just had a blast on the same shift. We looked forward to going to work every day. So he's phenomenal. Uh, or do we want Trom? I've right? heard a lot of cool stories uh, yeah. about him. Trom also, super good friend of mine. Uh, he doesn't know, or I guess even Machetti, or even the professor. So the professor, Machetti, or Trom have no idea I'm even going to invite them on this show. But do we want Trom, who is a road dog? Current level of corporal probably be promoted to sergeant very quickly. Hopefully so, because he definitely deserves it. Uh, the cool thing about Trom is we agree on so many things. Uh, other than he is my liberal, yeah. uh, my liberal road officer friend. Right, and, and we'll hear him out. Yeah, he's a great dude. He's, he's a great he's guy. He's got great stories. He's it sounds phenomenal. Like, but we'll hear him out. Phenomenal. So. Uh, again, be looking for the poll on social media on who we're going to have first. We're going to have some other guests on here. Uh, uh, I'd like to have a DEA uh, task force officer on here who's super funny and has a lot of good stories. And I believe also taught my second academy. I don't Sweet. remember, but he did. So until then, thank you guys for joining us for the, the highway. And stay safe out there. And peace! That's showbiz, baby.